Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Devoted Life podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Tracy, and we are so happy that you guys are tuning in again, and we hope you guys enjoyed our last episode where we kind of introduced ourselves to you. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, supernatural experiences that we've had in our time walking with the Lord, so should be really fun to talk about some of those amazing things we've witnessed. And um, this last week, we actually set up ways you can support this podcast if you so choose. You can support us via our new merch store or via PayPal. And also, uh, we are also on Patreon. So you can sign up on there and you'll get some custom content from us and a percentage off. I I think we've decided on 10% off the merch store. And then you'll be able to ask, submit uh, questions for us to answer on the podcast. So, so hopefully, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. So um, the first thing we're going to talk about is, um, is some of the dreams that the Lord has given us. Because um, one of the most interesting things um, when you're first newly saved and say you grew up and, and I always say, I knew of God, I didn't know him. I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. I just heard stories, you know, from the Bible, but I, there was no relationship there. So when you come to know what that really means and what that's about, and you start building this relationship with the Lord and you build trust with him. And again, in a, in a relationship, um, he will give you dreams. He will give you, you know, visions. I mean, the Bible tells us that, but when you actually start experiencing these things that you've never heard about in your whole life, and then you start having them happen to you, it's a pretty um, powerful thing. So we're, we're going to break down. We're going to talk about some dreams. We're going to talk about visions, um, some supernatural gifts, things like that. Um, I think out of the two of us, I, I, I was the uh, first one to have a real, um, I guess, a powerful dream. Uh, and it was actually um, Jesus was in my dream. And as a new believer, I just assumed every Christian had Jesus in their dreams. Like that was just a thing. We'll come to find out that's not true. And when I would tell people about this, they were so shocked and surprised and said, and they were just like, Oh my gosh, like, I wish I had a dream like that. I said, Oh, you haven't, Oh, doesn't everyone have Jesus in their dreams as Christians? And they were like, no, no, we don't. So in coming to realize that, um, even with that just being one dream, I felt so humbled by that. And just so, I don't know, it, it was really hard to explain. I was like, well, why me? I think, and I think anytime the Lord is really showing you something and encountering you and in a personal way like that, 
you're saying, why me? You're always just, you never feel worthy, I guess, of that. And not like, like it's condemnation on yourself, but of course we all know we've all fall short of the glory of God, but it's, it's just that constant humility that you're just humbled by that. And, um, in this first dream, I was, I was really going through some, some spiritual warfare in that, in, in, in my real life, um, with, with people I had to subsequently cut out of my life. Um, some friends like long, like decade long friendships, um, just again, the Lord just starting to really, once I was saved, really reveal things to me and show me things and, and just that cutting away that the Lord does and he's pruning you and just really purifying you. And, uh, that first few months was really, really tough. It was probably a month straight of just really crazy warfare. And so to have this dream in the midst of that was such an amazing thing. And in the dream, I was living in the first century. Um, well, I was, I was in the dream, like seeing through my own eyes and observing, I could see myself, but it was just from my perspective. And you could tell it was that era because of how people looked, you know, like they do in the movies <laughs> in that century. And, um, and this building, it was like a common building with dirt floor and wood tables. And it was like a, a common building where they would have eaten and had meetings and things. I don't, it wasn't a synagogue. Definitely not. Uh, and there was a bunch of people and I, I was in there and I was just standing there and all of a sudden I see Jesus, you know, amidst all these people. And in the dream, the perspective was I didn't look at him as the Messiah or anything like that. I, I looked at him like a person living in that century if they didn't know he was the Messiah, but they, that, but they heard of him being a teacher or a rabbi. Um, so it was like that, like he was famous, this word got around about him, even if certain people didn't know, like he was the Messiah. Um, so it was more like that, like he was teacher. Like I was looking at him like, oh, that's him. Like that's, you know, Jesus. Um, and I, I remember watching him navigate the room and you could just tell every person he was encountering, he was imparting wisdom and teaching as he just moved through the room. And, um, so I, he finally, I, I got to him and I, all I could say was, it's you, it's you. <laughs> like I'm a fangirl or something. It's like, it's really you. And again, not, no, it wasn't from the perspective of that. He's the Messiah. It was just, he was a known, like he's a teacher and he has all this wisdom. And, um, and he said to me, he, he started to remind me about the seven deadly sins and just kind of saying, and this, and, and re, like, and remember this and the, like kind of going over it. I was like, okay. And that was meaningful in my real life because of what I was going through with some of my um, relationships that I had to cut off. Uh, so it was really interesting that, that that's what he was kind of reminding me about. And then he said to me, and when we leave here, we will revisit the old Testament. 
And that's all he said. And then I woke up and it was, um, yeah, pretty powerful. Um, just to say, wow, like that was pretty crazy, um, to even experience that and then just find out that's not a common thing. Um, so I was, like I said, I was so humbled by that and just felt so, um, thankful and grateful to even have that experience. And then over the next year, I had, oh goodness, probably three more dreams with Jesus in them. And they were all different. Um, and, and, and I'm not going to get into all of them here because that would just be too long, but I'll, I will say this, each dream showed him differently to me. So the first dream, he was teacher. The next dream, he was corrector. Uh, the next dream, he was savior. And then the last dream, he was father to me. Um, and so I prayed into that and I didn't really think about all that, you know, as they were happening. Um, and then this was just back in the fall, I think, um, I was saying, Lord, what, before I had, after I had my final one where I saw him as father and I said, Lord, like, what were all those dreams? Like all of those that you've come in. And he said, I, I was showing you all the, all the, these sides of who I am, you know, to you. And, and I said, well, why so many? Because I knew one was rare but why so many? And he, I felt him say, because a lot of these people knew me when they were awake, they knew me, they had a relationship with me and they, they've understood that. And he said, you didn't. So I needed to teach you while you were asleep. So again, you're just totally undone when you, when you hear that and you feel the Lord tell you that, um, it just shows you just how loving and how much he cares about us and our relationship to him is, is so special. Uh, and, and, um, it's something he, you just know, I mean, of course we, we long for that and we care. Well, he cares too, because he, he loves us that much. Um, and Stephen actually had, um, two Jesus dreams actually, that were later in his walk, but that were very, very powerful. Um, and again, I think you, when you wake up from these kinds of dreams, and I'll, I'll segue here and give it to Stephen, but I don't, I think you have to take a minute and, and process it because it's like, you're like, wait, what? Like, why did it, was I, why, why did I have that interaction? Why do you show me this? And, and um, you're just, again, always humbled by that. So, um, yeah, his, his first dream was back in, oh goodness, when was that? That would have been probably, was that probably the last, winter. last winter? Winter, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say probably the last winter. Mm -hmm. And they were, I'm guessing they were only probably a week or two, two weeks apart maybe. Mm -hmm. But they're just like the, one of those dreams, and I don't know if anybody's had similar experiences or not, or that when you do wake up from them, it's almost, you have to almost pinch yourself to real, to 
you know, did that just, did that really happen? Did I dream that? You know, you're not sure. It's almost, it's so real. Like some of the realest dreams I've ever had that it almost like it becomes part of your, it almost as normal as like, oh yeah, I know I went to work today and I came home. Like it's mm -hmm. part of your memory. Like, yeah. you know, you did that. Yeah. But the dreams were so real that it, it felt like I'd actually done those things. Mm -hmm. And I was actually, I was there, you know, like it actually mm -hmm. happened to me. Yeah. But, uh, amazingly powerful and i'll get into the first one the first one i had was um i was actually back during the time when jesus was actually here and was at the crucifixion the dream is and all i remember from the dream is is i believe i was on my knees but i was kneeled on kneeling on my knees and i was looking up at the cross i was seeing jesus on that cross and and there really wasn't much going on as far as people, anybody, any, any uh, sound or talking or anything. I think it was just more of a feeling like realizing what had just happened. Like the crucifixion had just happened. And I was, I was seeing this, I was looking up at the cross from that. And it was such a, it was such a kind of, kind of short the dream was, but it was so powerful. It was, like I said, like I said before, I was, before I told this is that it was so real. I mean, I can't even explain how real it was. I, I, that's all I can say is that it was so real to, to feel like you were actually at the crucifixion when that happened and to witness that. And sometimes I think, you know, we talk about, um, you hear people talk about, Oh yeah, I know, I know the story of the crucifixion, you know, Jesus died on the cross, died for our sins. Like they, they know, they know what, what he died for. And, like they talk about like it's a, just a fleeting thought, you know, it's just a part of co uh, Christian conversation sometimes. And I don't really think sometimes people understand the the gravity of, of what that actually meant, you know, what that did for us. Yeah. Um, it was a very emotional dream. And even after waking up, I was, it was, that was on my mind for days. I mean, still is, I still think about it yeah. because it's so powerful. It was just, it's, crazy how powerful that dream was well and then we we felt led to share it with our our um pastor, the pastor church we were time, attending. Yeah. and and he um and as we were getting ready to share it with him the lord downloaded the revelation of what it meant in before we shared it and then he gave what he felt too like oh, it right, was like yeah. so it was like we we didn't know you know it, it's so amazing how the lord does that too like in in the moment that you're going to share he's like he'll give it to you boom mm -hmm. that's it's this yeah and that what whether what he's well what he said was um like you said the the gravity of that like how what that actually meant mm -hmm. um right. and not just that you know that he took all of, well and that's the thing he took all of the sin Right. Of the whole world. Right. The weight of that. Onto himself. Yeah. And even our pastor said, not just his, what the physical part, like his physical body right. went through the beating and, and, mm -hmm. and the actual wounding. The actual crucifixion. The, yeah. the brutality of that. Yeah. But he said, imagine his actual heart to right. take all of that into your physical body. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he said, how... We, well, we, we would, could not be able, we would not be able to live. We, no. we you would drop dead right. to even feel all of that, all that heartache and pain mm -hmm. and 
that's what the weight of that sin, you know? And so that was just how, right. And that was powerful just to kind of, again, the Lord kind of give you that revelation of what that meant. And then, um, like you said, a couple weeks later than you had. Yeah. And then it was, you know, the second part of that dream was, you know, um, it was probably, I'll just say about maybe two weeks. It was pretty, it was pretty soon. I mean, it wasn't, they weren't far apart. So a week, two weeks, right around there. So the second part of that, which I say second part because they're connect, definitely connected, you know, because in the Bible, there's a three day difference there between these two. Um, So I was at the crucifixion, the first one. Then the second dream I had, I was at the res, basically the resurrection. Um, So in the dream, again, extremely powerful, very emotional dream. Um, I woke up feeling like I had actually just was there. Um, I was actually in the dream. I was in the tomb with Jesus when he rose. And he's, and one of the image, the image I had that really kind of just is imprinted on my brain. It's like burned that image is there. I remember initially I was looking at the ground, you know, it's a dirt floor because the tomb was dirt floor, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember seeing two drops of blood hitting the floor, hitting the dirt. Mm-hmm. And you could see it in the dirt. Um, so I look up and Jesus just has his hands out. His hands are out, his palms up. Yeah. And I remember seeing the, the holes in his palms from where the nails had been. Mm-hmm. And again, no talking of any kind. But I just remember seeing that. It's like almost like he's holding his hands out, telling us, this is how much I love you. And, and that's why he did that, because he loved us so much. And that's what he was showing me. Mm-hmm. I mean, such an intimate yeah. interaction with, mm-hmm. you know, our creator. Um, I, cherish the, I cherish those dreams very much. I mean, I have never heard anybody else talk about dreams even close to that. No. Um if you, if anybody out there knows of yeah. people that have had similar dreams like yeah. that, I'd love to hear it or point yeah. me in that direction. Yeah, we'll give you our email at the end, um, right. and you guys can email us yeah. stories or, you know, any you know that you have, and we can read them. You know, on the, you know, some are you just go over, you know, some of them as we get them on the podcast. Um, yeah. Um, but our our our. Uh, I would just say our home pastor and just because he'll always be our pastor, even though he's, he's just in school, him and his wife uh, laid down their church and are in school now. But, um, we told our pastor, uh, about it. And, uh, and the first thing he said was just like, wow. Yeah. He, he said, that's intimacy, right? Like that's, there, there's something in that. And I, I felt that too. When Steven told me the dream, I said that who, who saw, who was up that close to him and saw that I said, that shows intimacy, your intimacy with him and that he trusts you. And, and, and this is really a running theme in, in the work that the Lord has done in Steven is you can just tell that the Lord trusts Stephen with his, the, because of his character and, and just his integrity, just the kind of things he gives him that he'll put on his heart to speak on the dreams, the visions, the, just the, the, the anointing he's really given him. It's, it's a, it's a weighty thing. 
And Steven never, he doesn't want attention. He doesn't seek title. He doesn't, he doesn't want any of those things. He just wants to do what the Lord yeah. is calling him to do. And he said, I don't care what it looks like. If it's cleaning toilets, I'll do that. Um, it's not about, you know, this, you know, oh, look at me. Cause my husband like is so does not want attention and the Lord knows, I mean, the Lord created him, so he knows him, but, um, but so, yeah, it was very about intimacy and trust, which is so, so, so powerful. And then today that came to me, uh, I was actually worshiping uh, this morning and I, that came into my mind, that dream of Stevens. And I said, cause there was a, a, a lyric from this song that said, your beautiful scars oh, show yeah, just right. how kind you are. Yeah. And, and the moment I heard that lyric, I, I got so hit in the spirit and that dream, your dream came into my mind. And I was like, okay, Lord's like showing something. And I said, he, that's what he's, he's holding his hands out and showing you his scars yeah. and saying, this is how much I love you. I said, and that, that's what I said. I feel like that's what right. he's showing too. Yeah. And then that's kind of, again, how he gives you that later. He'll give you, keep giving mm-hmm. you like revelations and he'll tell you later what, what really or deeper he'll take you deeper about something and he's done that many times with me where I kind of get a a general idea and then I go on he's like well know this too and I'm like whoa and then it's sometime later though it's not right because he just he has a process that he does that um but uh you're I mean you're forever changed after you have these dreams and you know we say oh they're dreams well Yes, but we also know in the Bible, people get actually caught, caught up in the right, spirit. Yeah. Like, so God could take you to, because well, we know, like my spiritual mom had an experience where she was taken back in time, caught up in the spirit. Right. The Lord took mm-hmm. her somewhere right. and it, re- it was a real moment that really happened. So in those moments when it feels so real, I really feel like that's what happened. Well, that's like I say when I when I talk about when I do talk about those dreams, how is some of the the a realist you can get, and it's still being a dream. I mean, it was it was it. I literally felt like I had actually done that, like I was actually there. Like I had to almost like pinch myself when yeah. I woke up to my my. You know, I, I think you like, were yeah. He caught like, you up like where am I yeah. at right now? Yeah. I think when I woke did. up, yeah, because it was so realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure that's what it was and he to have the honor to be even showed that yeah is just it's it's something i'll always cherish and i'll always mm-hmm. carry that with me well i just don't think you i don't even know and i don't think we can even adequately articulate no there's no word that for you it. can't i mean you can say there i'm humbled it. and i'm right. i cherish it and like whatever but it like it literally it's so much more than that it is because literally you are changed from it like mm-hmm. you wake up and you're like i'm not the same I went to bed this way and I woke up different because of that happened to me because I've got reviews. He revealed something to me. He showed me something that he would, there was like that closeness and that really like a, a different level of, of intimacy, I guess. Um, and I only had one, well, I had one dream that was, I mean, all of them felt, felt pretty real. They didn't never, they're always very vivid when he's in them. My other dreams could be a little fuzzy or like whatever, kind uh-huh. of cloudy. Those are always 
very vivid. And I will say that's how I know those are the dreams are from the Lord, because those are very vivid. I did have the one dream where I believe it was either angels or the Holy Spirit um, in my dream. And I was telling my spiritual mom about that dream. And it was in such detail and it was so vivid. And it was like I was actually doing whatever was happening that I I was being I physically was being lifted up off the ground in my hometown. And I was in the cloud level. And it was so real. It was so, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just chilling up here in the clouds. <laughs> like, you, you could, it's like you could physically feel like your physical body going, whoa, like I'm going to fall or something. Right. Um, and then just all that. And, she, and Mama was saying, uh, I feel like he caught you up in the spirit. Like, I, I don't feel like that was a dream. She said, I, I feel like you, re- he, re- he really, you really did that. Yeah. Because it was different. That one was different and stuff. Um, But again, yeah, you're completely changed. And it, I know it seems like, I mean, we can say, oh my gosh, it was so powerful. And it just seems so simplified, you know, Mm -hmm. just talking about it this way. Yeah, it's hard to to adequately explain exactly how that felt. I mean, with human words, I mean, it's just, Uh that's just the best way I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, Again, all of these things, you, when you start experiencing these things and you'd never heard about any of them, and I'll just and I'll always say this, it's like brand new. You're like, what is happening? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like all the things, if you grew up and you just knew of God, you're like, oh, yeah, this is like stories about this crusty old religion that people just are talking about. But when you actually experience the God of the Bible. He's mm-hmm. not dead. He's alive. Well, He's you're, living you're God. You're experiencing God. You're not experiencing religion. Right. Yeah. It, it's like, what is this? Why did I go my whole life and I didn't know this is how, this is all biblical. Right. This is what it means to be a Christian. Well, and like, and I've, and I've, and I've said this before. I'm just going to say that. They say this now. There is a huge difference between religion and having a relationship with our creator yeah huge difference not even the same thing um yeah. a lot of people have had experiences with religion mm-hmm. and not experiences with the god of that religion yes and that's, that's unfortunate yeah. it really is um because there's a huge difference in that yeah and uh and so like i said the dreams so so powerful Prophetic visions are another one that it can, again, if you've never, it, you got to get almost like acclimated to it because you're like, wait, did I just like, wait, because there's a minute where you go, you, you know, that wasn't from like your own imagination. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like you're sitting there and you're just whatever you're chilling, like doing whatever. And all of a sudden, boom, just something comes like I get what I call flash visions where they come in like a, a like a, a flash, like a picture, and it goes really, it's just really fast in my mind. It doesn't stay very long. And I'm just like, what? Like I'm showing something and I'm like, okay. And I know now I know what those are. But I was like, wait, that's random. Why did I just have that? Like what? And the first time it happened, I was like, that's so random. Like I wasn't even thinking that person or whatever mm-hmm. the circumstance was. Yeah. Like, what is that? And then, and then you, as you go along, you're like, oh, okay, that's from the Lord. Like he's giving you that. Well, it was for some gal in our church that was leaving. She, it was in the summer. 
I'd got the vision and, and she was prepping to leave in the fall oh, right. for, for Georgia. Yeah. And we had our last service, you know, we had her, you know, a send off for her. Mm-hmm. I sat on that vision for what? About three months. Yeah. It was a while because you didn't know what to do. I had never, time. I was like, and you know, it's that weird. Oh, I don't want to look stupid. Oh, I have this fear. Like, <laughs> I mean, really honestly, <laughs> I don't know, but I just had, I was new and I just had that. I, I just, oh, I don't want to like say anything if right. I look dumb or like whatever, if I'm wrong or so I, 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 again, I sat on it for about three months and as, as we're saying our goodbyes and it's just tugging on me, tugging, tugging. I'm like, oh gosh, okay. I got to do it. Cause I'm like, I can't not do it. Cause I don't right. want to be a that, disobedient. That, that tug is God's yep. need to tell And her. I'm like, oh, okay. And another gal from our church was standing there too. And, and they're really good friends. And, um, I said, you know, and I know that the Lord's, you, you, you know, you got a calling down there and, and, you know, and the Lord's going to do something, you know, in that I said, but I, I really got to tell you something. I said, I, I feel like there's more to this, uh, than that for you, um, personally in your personal life. And I said, uh, and I told her, I said about, you know, back in the summer, I said, I got this vision and I said, and this vision was a postcard. It, it was a postcard of the town she was in. Uh-huh. And it was just like a postcard that you would get. And I was like, oh. And as I, as I saw the picture of the postcard, what I felt, uh, the impression I got is she's going she's gonna to have a wedding there. And so I told her, I said, like, you're going to meet your husband there like because mm-hmm. i saw this and, and i you know i got the impress that she's gonna meet her so she's gonna have a wedding there so you're gonna meet your husband and then <laughs> the other guy from the church is good friends with her they look at each other and smile and she goes so how many people is that like eight people now so i was like i probably maybe i would have been the first one i don't know but uh hey at least i was obedient even though i was delayed i said that lord i mean yeah. but yeah we have you know, mercy on me. But, um, and so that was funny. Well, something really cool. I just saw that she's engaged now. Right. I'm like, come so on. I'm like, Oh, that is, and I tell you, it's not just that when you, when you get a prophetic vision, but when you see it come to pass, I mean, not, I don't, there's not, I mean, right. she's engaged. And now there's another vision I got about from her, actual wedding i got another flash vision and i didn't know this about her i didn't know she likes disney and stuff like that and the vision i had was like of a fairy tale horse-drawn carriage oh yeah um without no top on it just just the open one and it was her and her husband getting in and they were in there and it was like a like a flash vision of that i said i'm gonna trip out if she has a horse-drawn carriage i'm gonna say what (laughs) Yeah, but did you tell her that? No, part? I didn't. Oh, didn't that was until later. That oh, that okay. wasn't then. It, this so was she doesn't later. know, no. so I guess you'll know. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying that in fact she got engaged down there. I was like, oh man, okay. So that's cool. That's it's fun. It's fun. And we say if you're bored being a Christian, you're doing it wrong, man. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. Is it's cool. It, it's really fun. 
Um, another prophetic vision I got was um, about a friend of mine who um, I actually invited to church. Um, she had fallen away from the faith and everything. And she just, she kept just, you could just tell there was this tug and she said, I would love to come to church with you. I would love. And that would just, it was like things were distracting her. And finally, and I kind of said, yes, come. I said, but you know, you're, I said, you're going to face. So you could just tell that mm-hmm. there was such opposition to get yeah. her to come. Yeah. And I said, so I just want you to be, I'm not trying to speak this out and saying it's definitely going to happen. I said, but the, the likelihood, I said, I feel it even right. before anything I could feel it. And I, and that's another thing you get, get your uh, discernment and all that stuff, all that, you know, the spiritual giftings that the Lord gives us and the tools that to feel those things in the spirit, you know, before. Yeah. And I said, just, so I just want to give you a heads up. And she came, she ended up coming and she met, met us at our place and right. we, she yeah, drove with us. She, we were not late. But it was it was like close, cutting yeah, it close. Yeah, she faced some opposition just getting there. I mean, she she got out of her car and was like just so frazzled, but so thankful to be there. She said, "Oh my gosh, you would not." I mean, she was like saying this all these crazy things. All the cars that get blocked in the in the parking lot. It was her car, and like all this. I mean, just crazy things happening. And man, the enemy just did not want her to be there. Um, and we take her there, and she is absolutely getting wrecked. She is just crying. crying. I mean, she was just, I remember it. She was just encountering the presence. And, and you, in our, it was so special in that church. When you walk in, you could feel the Father's heart in that church. You could feel his presence. It was so, you could just feel it. You could physically feel it. Um, I mean, the first time I went, I couldn't even, I got out like one sentence and I started busting out crying. I couldn't even. It was so overwhelming for me. So it, it was just, it was powerful. And so they had a call for prayer, an altar call. And I, and I kind of said, come on, like you go, go, you know, cause you could just tell there was some healing that whatever else yeah. needed to happen. And I went up with her and I kind of, you know, kind of motherly kind of, you know, and then kind of just left her to it. Um, well, so she's getting prayer and she's just crying. And now we have very, very that we had very spiritually gifted people in that house. And, um, she was, um, so they knew what was kind of operating in her life and they were calling it out and kind of breaking some stuff off of her and praying Mm -hmm. for her. Yeah. And, you know, she was having physical, you know, manifestations from that. Physical which, reactions yeah, to the prayer. Yeah. yeah, which would be sometimes, you know, people vomit, which she, she was actually feeling sick. And that's mm-hmm. usually a big sign of, you know, something, you know, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just, it was pretty um, strong happening. Um and so much so they actually had to take her to the back room and kind of just do a one-on-one prayer session with her. Right. And uh, essentially it was 
it was a deliverance session, it, but it, it was turned into one. Yeah. yeah. And it was very long and drawn out. And it was like, right. and again, I was so new that I didn't really even know about this stuff. Right. Then I was like, what? I mean, and the enemy was absolutely ha- hammering me with fear and they're going to be mad at you. They're hurting and hurt. Like all this right. crazy oh, stuff. Yeah, of course. Which that's a lie from the pits of hell. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Just, and it was, you don't like you're freeing one of the ones he's got. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being something pretty, um, a pretty major spirit um, that they identify. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty major. Um, and yeah, so all that happened and, and, and then, you know, and she ended up coming home with me and, and we, you know, chatted for a little while and she ended up going home and I just prayed, Lord, bring her back to like, let her not, you know, mm-hmm. but again, it's not our time. We're not the savior. It's right. God's time. We have to give it to God. Yeah. And she didn't come back and she literally done, didn't talk to me ever again after that. <laughs> yeah, for a it, while. It, not, like it didn't end on a bad note either uh-uh. because of the conversation you had before that was everything was fine but yeah. then yeah and and so that's i mean really that's such a major thing of how you know something is really operating in someone's life well the devil really had a grip on her life too yeah yeah and and so of course i was heartbroken and that was hard and and that's when you really start figuring out like it's not me like i can't do anything for people i mean i could pray for them and i could stand in the gap for them but i'm not the savior god you know right and that's that's, I think, the hardest part if you have friends that you really care about or especially fan, even family, family members that yeah. you they're, – maybe they're on the fence and you you know, you know you want them to get saved. You want them to give their life to God. But, I mean, in reality, it's not up to us. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we can lead them there. It's kind of like yeah. leading a horse to water, but – Can't make them drink. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's we true. can lead them to church, lead them to Christ, yes. but – that's all we can do because we're not the savior. We don't save anyone. Me, Stephen, or Tracy can't save no save anyone. No. We can lead we yes. can lead, but that's that's where it ends for yeah, us. That's it. Um so that was tough. And uh and then I kind of would would kind of keep an eye on her on social media and I could just see the downward spiral happening. Right. It yeah. it got so bad. And I was like, oh Jesus, like help her. Like and, and everyone was right. just praying for her and yeah. and I would t- keep touching base with her, you know. And and then after a while I said, honestly, I just I, you gotta give it to God because yeah, honestly, not that you don't care and you don't pray for people, but you can't also can't have that be your sole focus because you right. have, uh, there's other work to be done. There's other people to help. You know, it, it's just, the, I mean, you got to just kind of learn that. Um, and so I did, I just said, Lord, I trust you with her. And obviously you have a plan for her life. And, um, and I believe that. And, and, uh, I just, you know, I pray for her and, and that was it. Um, and like I said, I'd never really heard from her at all. And then, it was, I don't even know. This is probably again, the fall time, maybe of that year, uh, fall winter cusp or something. Um, I was just sitting on my couch, like just doing whatever. And then again, that, 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 those things just come in your mind or you get that flash vision. And in this vision, I saw her on my front doorstep of our, we, we lived in a secured historic apartment building and I saw her on the front step looking for our buzzer 
Mm -hmm. to ring our buzzer because she didn't have my number or anything. So she just showed up Mm -hmm. and I, I said, well, that's random and weird. And then, oh gosh. Um, and then that fall or no, not that fall, that spring that came to pass. Yeah. She actually showed up on our doorstep. It's exactly, exactly. I, let me just tell you, how absolutely stunned you are in that moment when you realize what is happening right then. Right. I just went out like, Oh, someone's here. Who's here? <laughs> like so you got to check the door and that. And literally I turn, I look, I'm like, and now granted she had changed a lot. She yeah. had shaved all her hair off. Yeah, she'd had some struggles. Yeah. And she, I, and I could, could, could tell cause I had kind of kept an eye on her you know, and, and prayed where I could. And, and the Lord had put me on her. She like, he had me turn my dreams uh-huh. a couple times. So, and that led me to really pray for her. Um, and it was so shocking. Uh, but it was more, I was stunned that I'm literally in a prophetic vision moment that's come to pass that the Lord showed me. Yeah. And I'm like, just like, stunned but so happy to see her mm-hmm. you know right and i come out i'm like oh my god you know and it was like what are you doing oh my gosh where are we going oh my gosh i missed you and she just like hugged me so tight and it was so emotional and i just held her and just just with this like motherly because she was a lot younger than me mm-hmm. um you know i could have honestly been her mom well i think we really. had kids older than her, yeah. yeah and um because I did photography and she was actually a model. Like that's how I met her anyway. Um, anyway. And, and just was hugging her with just such a mother, like a motherly love. And she said, and she just was like, you could just tell the enemy just constantly talking to her, you know? And, and I thought you didn't, you know, like, I mean, all these things, like she just had such condemnation. And I said, no, never. Like, you know, I would never, you know, no, like I'd never feel that way about you. And I love you and I care, you know, and then, um, it just, you know, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, and you kind of sum up, you know, what had happened or whatever and not really talking about everything, but then she kind of opened up and she told me she, you know, had a, had a suicide right. attempt. Yeah. Well, what was crazy is the Lord gave me that prophetic vision about her right before no this is in the winter because her birthday was in february and this was in march mm-hmm. that that happened that she came yeah. so the lord gave me the prophetic vision prior with her coming to my doorstep prior to her suicide attempt right so that told me the lord's hand was on her she was not going to succeed at that suicide and she even told me I have no idea how I'm alive. I don't know. Right. And I told her because God, right? Because God's hand is on you. The enemy has tried. I mean, right. he has tried to take her out. Yeah. And I said, the Lord's hand was on you. That's why you can't explain why. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I told her, I said, do you know, the Lord gave me a vision of this moment before your attempt. And that told me he knew you weren't going to succeed. He was showing me that you would show up after. Yeah, yes, exactly. So that was crazy powerful. 
And, um, and again, I don't, I don't have many of the, those specific like ones like that, but you sit and you take a deep breath and go, Whoa, Lord. Okay. And I, I was talking to, um, our pastor, uh, um, our pastor's wife, my good friend, um, who's like a spiritual sister to me. Um, and she said, I was so undone. I was, I was shaking and I said, Oh my gosh, I had to call her and say, you know, would not believe what just happened and what happened and what God showed me. And, and she said, well, the Lord trusts you with her. Yeah. That's why, um, that's why he's doing that. Um, so she, I gave her a ride home and we caught up and we had a great visit and poured into her as much as we could. Um, and she, I gave her a ride home. She showed me her new house. She had bought in with her husband and, um, and you know, and I know like we have the Holy spirit and so we're pushing constantly pushing back that darkness, you know? Right. Yeah. And when I stepped through that front door, I mean, you could feel, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm pushing some stuff back in here. And, um, I could tell she was getting as the longer I was there, she was getting physically affected by it mm-hmm. because the way she was move her head and kind of crack her neck. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just, again, just obvious about these supernatural things that we're not seeing in the natural, but you can, you know, they're there and just kind of, um, again, didn't really hear from her yeah. again. Well, I think it's one of those things where, yeah. you know, we want people to be safe. Uh, in our time, mm-hmm. like, oh, can't, why can't they just be saved now? Can we, like, you wanted to hurry up and get them saved, you know? But mm-hmm. we don't know what God's plan is for their life. And it may be, I mean, look, I didn't get saved. You know, I was in my late 40s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look where God, God took me through all this stuff. Yeah. Because I wasn't ready until that point mm-hmm. to be saved. Well, yeah. and that's, that's the hardest thing, especially with family members and people you care about is, the it's, timing is right? having yeah. that patience. Like, yeah, we pray for them. We love them. You know, if they come to us, we're there for them. But in reality, when it all comes down to it, it's God's time, not ours. Right. And we just think like how your, your grandma was such an amazing, your mom's yeah. mom. Oh, yeah. She was such an amazing godly woman. I mean, yeah. she, she like walked, like she showed Jesus like right. to people yeah. with, with the way she walked in her heart and everything. And you know, the thing is, is she, her prayers, like you are a product, your salvation is a product of her praying for her family. But look at her, imagine your grandma seeing you your whole life and going, Oh Lord, will you just, you know, and just crying out to him and saying, will you just encounter my grandson? And, and then it's not, but I'm so glad that she got to know that before she passed away. I'm so thankful for that. She got to know that you knew the Lord and were walking with him and gave your life to Jesus. Like, That was like such a, a blessing. Yeah. I was just like so grateful for that, that she got to know that. Um, but you just, I just think about time when we talk about timing, right? Yeah. Look at your whole life until your late forties. Yeah. And then it happens. See? Yeah. And that's why we got to, we have to learn patience right. as people. Well, yeah. we could get, like I said, we said in the last podcast, we'll get into our testimonies and we'll explain, you know, a lot more about, you know, yeah. or that process and, all the things I went through in, in my life. When I give my testimony, mm-hmm. that got me to where I am. And so, but we'll touch base on that obviously mm-hmm. in another podcast. So, yeah. Um, 
And then another interesting uh, supernatural experience is when when the Lord will activate something in you as a, it is, is a, a spiritual gift. Right. Um, I, I've just, I've gotten, you know, certain things, I guess, when I need them. Um, I, I guess I don't have one that's so obvious, I guess, of like, whoa, this is okay. This is now I have this. Um, you actually did have an experience where the Lord activated something in you that you didn't have. That was very, and you were like, whoa. And that, so what, this is like six six months ago um well no it would have been yeah i guess it's been six months because before we moved it was a few months before yeah 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 i mean you know it was one of those things it's like it's not like with every person i see but sometimes i'll be out and whether i'm out in public or you know throughout my day or something i think one time we were just we'll be driving somewhere Mm -hmm. and i saw somebody and God will highlight people to me, that specific person for whatever reason, and and I'll know exactly what bondage if there's a like there's bo- like bondage that they're that they're um, in whether it's you know like addiction is bondage. So let's use as an example, God will tell basically give me that, tell me what they're struggling with, like. And what, so I know what to pray for, for that person. And you highlight specific people. And sometimes I can, and I can almost like that can see, see that, you know, that. Well, it, it's like he's activated your ability to see in the spirit. Right, right. Which that's, you didn't have that before, uh, but he, you have it now. Right. And that's new. Cause you were like, wait, what, what am I seeing? Cause you were like, and it's so funny. Cause my husband, he's such a quiet person mm-hmm. and he doesn't tell me everything right. Cause he has to kind of process and I get it. But now I, I look at him and I know, like, I know when he's seeing something, I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, what are you saying? And right. I'll know because he's the look on his face is he's very like, whoa, like you could just tell he's very like, oh, okay, I'm getting shown something. Right. Um, so it's like a seer, a see, a seer. Mm-hmm. You say you have a seer's anointing like you. That's, right. But it, again, it's not all the time. Well, even Steven said, I think, I think the Lord, it's not all the time because how distracting that would be. Yeah, to see everybody's stuff all the time. (laughs) Right. So it's very specific. And so it's like Lord will highlight and show him that so he knows how to pray for that person. Right. Yeah. And what to pray against or pray for them. What to pray for. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so so that's interesting. And I don't definitely don't have that. I don't really yeah. I don't see things. Yes. At all. Um, so that that's interesting. And again, I'll kind of crazy how the Lord does that. And then, you know, this is supernatural. Like this is, this is something, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this is like God, you know, giving you these things. So, um, and then I know we've heard the audible voice of God. I've heard it once and you've heard it once in our dream. Right. Yeah. 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 There was that one time it was the, well, after we got saved, the first church we were Mm -hmm. attending, which is, um, we talked about it a lot, our last podcast about how thankful we were. We ended up there, and yes, but uh, it was somebody in the church that I never really talked to. I mean, I knew who they were, you know. Yeah. Um, I talked to her husband a lot because we kind of we served yeah. together, served yeah. together, and yeah. Um, but in one of my dreams, I God told me to pray for her, and I was like, okay. I was like, I 
you know, pray again, for pray name. for yeah. any, any, and that speci- a very sp- the specific name. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said her name and what, like a commanded. You right. Know, and like and so, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. I prayed for her. And then, um, which I was like, you know, she got highlighted for some reason. And I think was it a few days later that following Sunday after, mm-hmm. after service, we were talking to talking to a pastor and, mm-hmm. and his wife. Yeah. And uh, we were kind of telling them about it and they said, Oh, and that, you know, they know it. They probably counsel people and they knew that she was having a hard time with her job, something going on. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, and they said that was, you know, that was obviously timely because she had been having some troubles at work and, mm-hmm. and that prayer, was, prayer was definitely yeah. needed. You know, mm-hmm. she was having a stressful situation going on. And so, yeah. Awesome. so yeah. So that was cool. Um, and then mine was, um, nothing, there was literally nothing going on in my dream. It was completely blank. And all I, I just heard the audible voice of God in the dream. And that was it that I woke up. Um, and it, what the Lord said to me in that dream was, I will take the old keys and give you the new keys. Yeah. Which, you know, when, when we think about keys in a biblical way, it's, and even in a spiritual way, it's those old keys won't work to open new doors, you know? Right. So yeah. you need, you know, the Lord, it's, it's like him saying, okay, give me that. Then I'm going to give you something. Yeah, you like know, those like doors are locked down. Yes. You're not going to those anymore. Yeah. Here's some yeah. new keys because this yeah. is where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, and that was just one. You kind of hold on to that. And and I will always, and I would tell the best advice I ever got, my spiritual mom said, write everything down and date things if you can. Um, because she said it's, it's, it's so yeah. powerful to go back, even as you're, you know, personally to go back and remember and read those things and then also share them you yeah, know, with yeah. people. Um, so I would say definitely write your stuff down because, it's, oh, yeah. you know, especially like if you have dreams, even if they, they seem insignificant at the time, I would definitely at least make notes of them because it may seem insignificant at the time, but it could be a week, two weeks, a year. Mm-hmm. You're not, and you're not going to remember all that stuff. Right. And all of a sudden you'll have some confirmation on yeah. what you dreamt about. And your and your prophetic visions to yeah. write those down, date those because yeah, sometimes Lord doesn't always give you clearance to release that. Right. He sometimes he'll give like, it to you and say no, you you hold on to that, and mm-hmm. he doesn't want you to release it. Like yeah. you'll feel a stop in your spirit to not tell tell, or he'll tell you don't no. This is just don't I'm showing you this yet. right. So it's good you know to to have that. So. Um, but yeah, so it's it's exciting. It's yeah. fun for sure. Um, so, and coming up in next week's episode, uh, we're going to get into uh, walking in discipline as a believer, and and what that looks like. Um, you know, it, it's it's uh, if you think about the word disciple. Right. Yeah. That's discipline the root is that discipline word, yeah. is that word. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to unpack that for you. Um, so that'll be, be good. Um, and now we, we, since we're up and running with all of this, um, we have all our social media up. You guys can follow us on social media at the devoted life on Facebook and at the devoted life podcast on Instagram and again, if you want to email us um, any stories or things you guys have, um, you can email us at the devoted life podcast at gmail.com. 
And also, um, you know, before we end um, at the end of each podcast, we'll ask you guys, uh, let us know how we can pray for you. And if, you know, there's specific things you need prayer for. Right. And you can either email us that or you can comment, leave us a comment or send us a message on social media. Yeah. You, and, you can just comment under the post on, on social media as well. Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind everybody else seeing it, if you want to be right. more anonymous, then obviously email us. But, or message us. Or yeah. message us, yes. But, but yeah, because, you know, we we would love to do that for you guys. And mm-hmm. we just thank you that, you know, you guys are taking the time to, to tune in um, weekly. Like we say, we're doing this once a week. And um, we're just so grateful and just blessed that we're able to, to yeah, share all of these stories with you all and um and we're just grateful we just have a lot of gratitude and so we will just say good night and because it's night for us right now (laughs) but when you see the when it's up it'll be the next day but yeah on sunday yeah we're definitely thankful that everybody listened we love you guys thanks for listening we appreciate it okay guys Be blessed. Have a great week. We love you. Bye.